Okay, uh, my name is Alex Hall, and I am from UCLA. I am um, a climate scientist. I, uh, my expertise is in climate modeling and climate change. And um, there's going to be a lot of discussion today about um, reduction in carbon emissions, which is um, obviously very, extremely important. Um, one of the things that makes climate change very challenging is that not only do we have to work on reducing carbon emissions or eliminating them, but we also have to think about climate change adaptation because we are still emitting carbon. In fact, all of us probably emitted carbon to get here uh, today. Um, and so climate change adaptation is, is really also very important. And for California, um, one of the key climate change adaptation challenges lies in the Sierra Nevada, which is where um, we get about 60% of our water resources. And I'm sure much of you, many of you are aware of, of the um, some of the challenges associated with that. So that's the project that I um, am working on for this um, program. Um, now, there are a lot of impacts of climate change that, um, that you're in, uh, familiar with. Um, they're all, a lot of them are listed here. Um, the issue um, that we're trying to address in the center that I run at UCLA um, is that a lot of these um, issues have been identified and they've been studied um, at continental or global scales. Um, and that they are, un they are understood on the, in that sense. But when it actually comes down to what happens to, um, in, in, in neighborhoods, um, in particular ecosystems, we really don't have a very good handle on how climate change will, um, will impact the world. And so our goal is to bring this information down to regional scales. Um, and um, here is a, a, a swath of Southern California, um, and I'm draping on top of this the resolution of a global climate model. Um, um, which is typically 100 kilometers or so in resolution. And you can see that um, there's a lot of variation in topography and there are complex coastlines within um, one particular grid box of a global climate model. So we might, if you look, um, for example, uh, in this particular grid box, it, a global climate model would, would represent this with one single number, one single temperature, one single precipitation value. Um, but in reality, there's a lot of spatial variation in those numbers across this landscape. And so the global climate models are not appropriate tools for looking at climate change impacts. And so what we have been doing is bringing this information down to a regional scale. Um, and so here is an example of a regionalization of, of a global climate model solution that we have done for the Los Angeles region. And the way that we do this is by um, using the exact same tools that global climate models um, use, uh, the hydrodynamical equations of the atmosphere, the thermodynamical equations of the atmosphere, the land surface um, moisture and energy balances, and we, um, but we do this at very high resolution over a limited area. And in this case, we were looking at the Los Angeles region, and you can see that we bring the climate change data down to a regional scale with these techniques. So this is a two-kilometer grid, and if you're familiar with the neighborhoods in Los Angeles, these are actually the neighborhoods in this particular um, part of California. Now, um, this project, um, as I mentioned, is focused on, um, oh, I wanted to show you one result from this first. Um, for the LA project, we, um, we looked at um, a lot of different aspects of climate, um, and this is um, one example of that, which is the changes in the number of extremely hot days in Southern California. Um, and um, this is just showing you the green is the current number of extremely hot days, and then the red bars are showing you how much um, those, those numbers increase um, in the future um, in the mid middle of the, of the 21st century. Um, and you can see that there are very different impacts across the region. Some neighborhoods have very um, small increases in the numbers of extremely hot days, and others have very large increases, and that's because climate change has a very differential impact across the landscape. 
there are some areas that are much more impacted than others. And this, that's the power of these regionalization techniques that we um, have been using. So for this project, we want to do the same thing, but for the Sierra Nevada. And um, as I mentioned, um, the motivation for this is that um, our water resources um, for the entire state are really coming mainly from the Sierra Nevada. About 60% of the resources come from that part of the, of the, of the state. And um, there is a, um, a massive um, water resource infrastructure that we have created to bring the water from the Sierra Nevada um, to areas where there's human demand for water. Um, the agricultural regions of the Central Valley, of course, um, also um, urban areas. And so when we do this high-resolution modeling over the Sierras, uh, we can actually um, do watershed-specific analyses of changes, um, impacts of climate change on different parts of the, of the, of the region. Um, so for example, um, um, the water that we are enjoying today comes from the Tuolumne River um, through the Hetch Hetchy um, system. And, um, and these, are the, the, these are just images that are, are, are showing us where, where, the, where the water actually comes from. And with the high resolution climate modeling over this area, uh, we can actually make projections of the, um, of the changes in water resources in this particular watershed, and we can talk about those changes um, to, to the people who, who, are, who are actually experiencing those impacts. We can connect urban areas to, to um, the water, to their watersheds, which is, and one of the strange disconnects in California is that um, people in urban areas don't actually um, have, have much of a sense of where their water actually comes from or um, how it would be impacted by a changing climate. Um, and so um, here is just a, an overview of this project. Um, on, the, on the left is the actual um, domain of interest. We, and this is where we do our high-resolution climate modeling. Um, and, um, and it stretches from the northern Sierras to the southern Sierras. And we're doing projections of climate um, for two time slices. One is a mid-century time slice, 2041 to 2060. And another is an end-of-century time slice, 2081 to 2100. The first time slice is meant to be um, very focused on climate change adaptation, what is actually in store. The end of century time slice is um, meant to help us talk about the benefits of climate change mitigation. Um, and so that, that's something that's um, very important for us to, to think about. We're doing two scenarios of greenhouse gas concentrations. One we call the business as usual um, scenario. That's the one that we're on. Um, and the other one is mitigation. And that's where um, the countries of the world um, come together much as we hope they will um, through the Paris Climate Agreement, for example, um, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Um, and we're doing analyses of warming, um, snow loss, shift and timing of spring runoff, changes in drought severity, um, changes in soil moisture, among other variables. And um, I can't um, share with you the results now. I don't have time, and I also i am not ready to talk about it. Um, but I can tell you one thing, which is that significant changes in all of these metrics are inevitable um, because we are continuing to emit carbon and will no doubt continue to emit carbon for some time. Um, but there are truly dramatic changes if we don't reduce greenhouse gas emissions in the coming decades, especially by the end of the century. And um, one, of the, um, important, um, one of the important contributions we would like to make to the conversation about climate change um, is to provide information about the benefits, again, of reducing greenhouse gas emissions. 
Um, this uh, conference is about um, innovation um, at, 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 the small, at smaller scales and then scaling that up, but government is also a partner in this process. And we have to keep um, support for um, policies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions to enable innovation in the, in the private sector and, and in, at the universities. And so these are important, this is important information to, to have out there. Um, and you know, I've heard rumors, for example, that California's cap and trade program is in danger. Um, and so we need to keep these arguments um, out there. All right, um, so this project that I just described is actually funded um, by a foundation. The Climate, Cha Climate Champion Funds um, support the outreach component of the project. And so I want to talk, to talk about that piece of it. Um, so first, um, we're scientists, so we're publishing these papers in um, scientific journals. Um, and it's very important that we have peer review of the methodology and the findings. Um, but in parallel with that, we're undertaking a process of stakeholder engagement. Um, so we are, um, for example, engaging with the Sierra Nevada Business Council, um, the National Park Service, um, other stakeholders in the Sierra Nevada to understand implications of the work for water resources, forests, and recreation. Just a couple of examples. And then um, that the result of that interaction will be a public report that will synthesize the findings of these projects. We're anticipating about five scientific papers coming out of the project. There will be a public report that will synthesize those um, papers and, um, for, for, um, for broader consumption. Um, and then we are also going to be producing some online education materials. Um, videos and visualizations um, to try to communicate the project to the broader public for people who don't engage in information by reading reports, which is, I think, in a larger and larger fraction of the, of the population. Um, we're also doing media outreach. Um, there will be a media release of the public report. We'll also be preparing articles and op-eds um, that will um, help also to bring visibility to the project. Um, and we will also be doing um, um, public and policymaker outreach. Um, there are a number of public talks that we're planning um, and also um, presentations to policymakers. Um, so that, in a nutshell, is what we're up to.